0: Welcome to Last Lamb Standing with the Lamb Sisters, Drew and Meg. Each week, Meg covers a topic that is crazy, spooky, goosebump inducing, or just plain old WTF. While Drew covers subjects that relate in some tenuous nature but is completely real, explained, and sometimes downright scientific. So grab your safety blankets and microscopes and join us on our strangely empirical quest.
1: Good morning, Meg. Good noon. Oh, it's three minutes till noon. Good noon. Good morrow. (laughs) How are you today?
0: I'm good. I woke up this morning and immediately had to go to my computer and start working on this stuff because I was um, procrastinating a lot. And you sound like me. I know. We set this time. (laughs)
1: Specifically,
0: so you wouldn't do that. <laughs> I know, but it's like for some reason, when you pick the topic, I tend to procrastinate. <laughs> when I pick the topic,
1: I'm on it and I'm like, I'm reading a full book. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, <clears throat> segue. Yeah. What is that topic you? S- no, I didn't pick it. You picked it. You picked this morning. Um, you picked sound. I picked sound because so, I mentioned last time that I was going to do that yeah. and then didn't. So we chose it for this time. So I'm doing just generally the science of sound with some interesting facts. Okay. Hopefully. And then I'm going to do ghost sounds,
0: a.k.a. EVPs, a.k.a. Mm. electric voice phenomena,
1: electronic oh. voice phenomena. Oh, that's what EVP stands for? Yeah. Huh. Night Look now. at that. I already learned something. Yay. We can stop now. <laughs> <laughs> what is your tidbit? Okay.
0: So as I said, I was procrastinating and I was like brushing my teeth, getting ready to come over here. And I was like, oh crap, I don't have a tidbit. So I ran and got my um <laughs> my chambers dictionary of the unexplained. And I flipped it open and went through a couple of pages. And then I found this entry. I was like, yep, that's it. I'm going to talk about penis panic. Okay.
1: (laughs) That sounds like me in high school.
0: Penis Penis panic? panic. Oh, my God. (laughs) What do I do with that? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's hilarious. (laughs) Okay. So, penis panics are related to a condition sometimes known as genital retraction syndrome, which is most common in Southeast Asia where, among other things, it is known as Koro and parts of Af- Africa. Sorry, I'm reading sideways. This is awkward. I know. Yeah, it's so awkward. Wait. This condition is often
2: described as culture-bound. It only appears among certain cultures and is not recognized in all populations and involves the sufferer believing, erroneously, that his penis is shrinking back into his body. <laughs> the supposed causes of this are many and varied, Penis panics have been reported in many countries in Central and Western Africa over the recent years. They often involve an accusation of witchcraft against a particular individual or a claim that an unspecified penis snatcher is in the area. This results in a rapid spread of panic, with men claiming and believing that black magic has been used to steal their penises. Many of these incidents of mass hysteria have ended with deaths at the hands of lynch mobs. A representative Example of this occurred in Kotonu in Benin in November 2001, when five people were killed, four of them burned to death following such accusations. The victims of the mob are usually strangers who become the subjects of suspicion as the panic spreads. However, the accusers generally appear to have a real belief that their penises have been stolen, a belief (laughs) that stems from a set of cultural conditions that can be difficult for the outside observer to fully understand.
0: A result of cultural penis snatchers.
1: Oh well, it doesn't seem like they'd be penis snatchers if they're slowly disappearing. It, it didn't say like slowly. It Did did it? It said. I thought the first,
0: the first part said, um, that his, uh, it's shrinking back into his body. Uh, oh, I, maybe I just took that. It to didn't say it's time. Frame. Something is
1: shrinking back into your body versus being snatched
0: well so it's like a penis snatcher to me is like someone coming in and being like yoink and like taking taking it off yeah (laughs) not like i I could believe more of the witchcraft thing where it's like someone put a curse on me and my penis just shrinking shrinking right exactly yeah um yeah so they burn the witches they burn the witches
1: i mean 2001 so did they think they get their penises back after they burned the witches i have no idea it's where they did um, that and they're like crap still
0: not that yeah straight. still don't have a penis i guess i mean i literally just read this right before i came over i could do a little more research and see what that actual <laughs> syndrome is and how long it
1: takes that's a fun google search I, yeah. <laughs> yeah penis <Images>. snatching
0: <laughs> fine folklore of penis snatchers oh funny
1: What is your tidbit? So my tidbit is actually in China as well. (laughs) Strangely, I'm surprised we haven't talked about them yet, so it might be my topic coming up soon. But in China, scientists are experimenting with tardigrade DNA. Oh, yes. Tardigrades, which are so much fun, also Mm -hmm. known as water bears.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then they found another name for them that I'd never heard before that was kind of funny. But they're like basically... Super incredible tiny animals, and so they're experimenting with human cells, putting tardigrade DNA in human cells to make us more resistant to radiation. Oh, are in they
0: the resistant? hopes of
1: making yes, in the hopes of making a super soldier. Apparently, of course, oh, because yeah. that's China? what we do. And that it has they've experimented and has uh, worked against X-ray radiation. Um, on stem cells, like they experimented on yeah. stem cells, and um, yeah, it had worked against radiation, uh, x-ray radiation. So I think that's interesting. Because tardigrades can basically survive Anything. anywhere. They can survive out in space. In space, yeah. underwater. It's yeah. crazy. Um, the other word They're was like-
0: moss piglet. Oh, that's cute. Because they look like tiny fat it reminds me of the worm and bugs life, the caterpillar and bugs life or is the really fat one. Mhm. And then it has little legs.
1: Little like with, yeah. with claw-looking things on them. They're very odd looking. I know. Unless you look at the one from Octonauts, it's super cute. Oh, that Did you one ever watch kind of, Octonauts? I didn't. <gasps> oh my gosh, you're missing out. I'll have to we'll have to find the water bear one. That one looks like a naked mole rat. Yeah, it does. A naked mole rat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. That's my tidbit. Do you want to do your, yeah, your I mean, thing do first? first? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Science of sound, which may be, yeah, just plain old knowledge for some of you, but I still find it interesting reading about how even though you kind of know how sound works, I don't reading about how, so- Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sound is is a type of energy that's made by vibrations. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically vibrations hitting your ear. Mm-hmm. Um, very basic version of it. And when any any object vibrates, it creates sound, whether we can hear it or not is a different, different question, but it all creates sound. And what it's basically doing is creating its bumping the molecules next to it, which bump the molecules next to it, which bump the molecules next to it and create the sound wave until it dissipates, until it loses energy. So it's kind of a chain reaction that keeps going. The molecules themselves don't move, right? It's just bumping into them and moving back into place kind of thing. So it's not like anything moves with it. It's just vibration of the air or water or solid molecules Mm -hmm. that make 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 their way through. Uh, there's two types of waves. The thing that you're used to seeing and you probably associate with sound is the up and down mm-hmm. wave. That's called a transverse wave. And that's where the disturbance, like the vibration, is perpendicular to the motion of the wave. So if you think about if you take a string and you wave it back and forth, that's going back and forth. But the wave that it's creating in the string is moving away from you. So it's perpendicular to the force that's happening. Is that... Makes sense. So you're moving a string like from left to right. From left to right. And the wave that it's creating within the string is moving away from you. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's perpendicular to your to your hand, let's say. Like perpendicular to the motion that's being made. Okay. Um, that's actually not what a sound wave is, even though that's kind of what you see in, in kind of sound measurement thing. Mm-hmm. A sound wave is actually a longitudinal wave. And that's where the Disturbances in the same direction as the wave. So in that instance, that's like if you, like if you have a slinky and you push one side while holding it, and it moves along, you mm-hmm. know that compression moves yeah. along the slinky. Right. Your motion went in the same direction that that movement happened. Yeah. That's a longitudinal wave. Okay. And that's actually what sound does. Now that's harder to graph when you're trying to measure things and that's why it ends up being graphed the same way as a transverse wave. So like if you're seeing, you know, those up and down graphs of sound, mm-hmm. it's just easier to graph longitudinal waves in the same way we graph transverse waves. Um, but that's not actually how they're moving. Okay. So sound is, and the other way to think of it, I was thinking is like, if you're in a pool. Just because you can see the waves you're creating, right? Mm-hmm. If You're in a pool and you um, want to move the water, and you you know go back and forth like a fish, right? Mm-hmm. That's transverse because you're moving back and forth, but you see the waves moving away from you.
0: See, I would think that the waves would be going from left to right. Well,
1: they are. They're going in all directions, but yeah. it, but you you or yourself or less, or even if you forward. think of like a um of a wave pool that's a, like a fan on yeah. one end and it goes up and down to yeah. create the waves. So it's going up and down here, but the wave is moving right. outward Yeah. Right? versus if you want to splash someone and you push the water out from your chest, you yeah. know, you push the water out. So it splashes them. That would be the longitudinal wave because you're pushing it in the same direction that you're moving. in. Is a wave pull not pushing the water in the same
0: direction that it's moving though?
1: No, I think there are like up and down fins that on the end of the. Yeah, it's like a. But it's it's still the motion is up and down and the wave is going that way. Oh. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like the. the, But there isn't something on the end of the pool that's just doing. Yeah. Okay. Back and forth. It's going up and down. Gotcha. But the wave is going outward. Right.
0: Okay.
1: Versus a splash when you're splashing someone in the face. Okay. So what's the noxious thing? You're pushing your hand out from your chest. To splash them, so the wave is going the same direction as your force. Okay, so that's the longitudinal wave, which is what sound is. So, what is the transverse wave like? You a lot, a lot of other things. No, a lot of other things. Just a, a different type of wave of energy or oh, okay, light or whatever. There's just another way that energy moves. Okay, okay. So, longitudinal is sound. The other yeah. one is not right. Okay. So the parts of the sound wave, if you still think of it, it's still easier to think of it like the slinky. The compression part: so if you push the slinky and the compression moves down the line, the compression is where the molecules obviously have been p- compressed, mm-hmm. and that moves the sound wave along. The rarefaction is the spots in between that compression, because mm-hmm. obviously sound keeps going, right? right? So it's a the compressions continue, um, but. Rarefaction is the space where they're back to normal. So, okay. um, in between the compressions is the rarefaction, when they've gone where all the molecules have gone back to their normal state. The frequency, I mean, sorry, the wavelength is the distance between the compressions, mm-hmm. and then the frequency is the amount of compressions in a given time right. frame. Yes, um, and that's measured in Hertz. Mm-hmm. And we perceive frequency as pitch. So the closer they are together, the yeah. higher the pitch. right. So the frequency isn't necessarily the same thing as a pitch, it, but it's but the pitches are the way our brain perceives right. the frequency. So the waves, so when something creates a sound, it's actually being emanated in all directions, right? It's not sound isn't directional in one in one way, so it goes it goes everywhere. When the waves enter our ear, They cause the eardrum, the thin membrane, to vibrate, which then causes those three little tiny bones, I think they're the tiniest bones in our our body, the hammer, the anvil, and the stirrup, Mm -hmm. it causes those to vibrate. And that sends a signal to the cochlea, which basically is amplifying that sound and sends those signals to our brain. And that's how we hear things, all of course happening in nanoseconds. Yeah, so they're picked up in the cochlea through the auditory nerve and goes to your brain. The ham, hammer, anvil, and stirrup are vibrating and that's sen- sending the signal, but you can actually send sound through solids, just like if you hit something and you can hear it, you know, metal, obviously you can hear it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, they actually have headphones now that sit on the tops of your cheekbones. I've seen that. Yeah. And, um, and send sound. So it basically bypasses the eardrum and sends the sound to those, those bones huh. and then to the cochlea. Whereas the cochlear implant, I thought maybe that was a similar thing, that actually bypasses everything and sends, picks up signals on the outside and sends it straight to the, cochlear, to the cochlea to send it to the brain. So it just bypasses eardrum and bones and everything else and sends signals straight mm. to the cochlea. Okay. We can hear... The hertz of um, around 20 to 20,000 hertz is what humans can hear. Mm -hmm. Things that are below that are called infrasounds. Mm -hmm. And they're very low, and we can't really hear them, but sometimes we can feel them. Mm -hmm. And then if you get up in the super high, those are called ultrasounds that we can't hear, but dogs are somewhere in the middle. You know, you could see a dog whistle situation where we can't hear it, but they can. And then bass and dolphins can hear ridiculously high hertz that we can't no one else can (laughs) can i tell you a fun fact Uh so the
0: if there's like noises that are under 20 hertz Mm -hmm. are like considered like fear noises and are you about to talk about it i was just gonna mention go ahead i don't remember where i came across this recently but Mm -hmm. there are bigger predatory animals that can make noises that low, like Mm -hmm. lions can do it so that they make this low growl sound and it stuns their prey into like shock and then they can like pounce. And then it's believed that Bigfoot can also make a noise that low. Oh, of course. People become like disoriented and like scared and whatever. And they just want to run away.
1: So what I was actually going to say is that movies, horror movies will actually use that and they will put infrasound in a certain in certain scenes so you can't hear it but you get chills and you get scared oh yeah that's subliminal fear yeah yeah that's that's clever Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh so the speed of sound is interesting because you always you hear about the speed of sound you hear about sonic booms things breaking the speed of sound and blah, blah blah well the speed of sound is actually not constant it what? depends on the temperature it depends on the uh, atmosphere it depends yeah. on the medium right so it's going to travel differently in the water versus in air yeah and stuff so it's not a constant number even though it's used as like a you know the term is used yeah. as a constant you right know? um generally the what i found was um 767 miles per hour was kind of the generic so a, a generic temperature um right. up in the sky right your median yeah Sound. Kind of sound traveling. Speed, S- speed um, sound. And the sonic boom is when, um, which you may have experienced before in your life, where a jet crosses over and you don't hear it, you don't hear it, and then there's a boom and you do hear it. Or the end of a whip, actually the crack of a whip, is the whip breaking the sound barrier. Because it's, so what it is, is as the object is approaching the speed of sound, in whatever temperature and medium it's in the sound waves in the front you know sound can only travel so fast but if the object is tra- starts traveling faster than sound then the sound waves can't keep up you know they get closer and closer together until they basically combine and create the boom part so
0: if the object is moving faster than 767 miles an hour
1: Yes. So do you remember the Concorde plane? Uh, no. Maybe. It was a plane. It doesn't exist anymore, but it was a plane that went incredibly fat. You could get to Europe, New York to Europe in like two hours or something. Ooh, nice. I, I might be making that up, but it was something like that. <laughs> um, and actually NASA is working on a, a plane at the moment that's going to be supersonic
3: super um, what's, sonic
1: yeah 1.4 mach so the speed of light is mm, speed light. of sound <laughs> not light it's called mach so if you hear about planes or jets going yeah. mach 3 right. that's three times the s- speed of sound so anything that goes over the speed of sound it's going to make a sonic boom once it gets up that, to that speed um but it's basically that it's that the sound can't keep up is basically what's happening which is an interesting concept but the end of the whip will also do that. So it's kind of an art form, I, from what I understand to actually get the whip to crack like that. What's happening is because of the way a whip works, just the way that it, that it rolls, um, the tip goes about three 30 30 times faster than the movement that's needed to make it. Yeah. And so it will even like if you get it right, will break the sound barrier as well. And that is the cracking that you hear. Okay. Uh, What I found was interesting, though, is that it's not even though you think of it as one sound, and on a whip, it is one it hits it, but then because it's connected to a whip, then everything slows down the whole whip slows down. So it's one boom, and then it's over. When a plane does it, it's once it does it it's actually a constant sound but you have to be in the right spot to see it there's like a cone of sound that comes from the plane yeah and you have to be in that cone to be able to hear so it actually once it hit once you hear the boom then it's a kind of a you know you kind of hear it continuously after that so
0: when we hear jets we're just hearing the resonance of the boom we're not really hearing the actual boom but
1: well, not all jets are going to go that fast oh so sometimes you're just hearing the sound of the plane. thought oh, that was interesting. Okay, I was watching this one thing about
0: unidentified sounds, and there was I want to say it was in San Diego, an unexplained like boom that like made car alarms go off mm-hmm. and whatever that nobody could ever figure out how. And they, you know, even the airbase that was near there, you know, claimed that they didn't have any jets or anything going. And he said. He said they actually um, aren't supposed to make have any jets that go faster than speed of sound because it's noise disturbance. So they're, it's like illegal for the it's illegal. pilots to do that. Um,
1: it's illegal to do it over land. They can do it over sea, over sea now, but they used to. Yeah. They used to do it and they used to test it at different bases and stuff. And not only does it cause car alarms, it would cause windows and buildings to shatter. Yeah. Um. Which is why they yeah. <laughs> decided this is not a good idea. Yeah, so they only tested over over water now, and actually, what NASA is working on right now is called the X fifty nine, I think, and they're trying to do supersonic that doesn't have a boom like that. Mm-hmm. They're somehow engineering it so that a that muffler. yeah that 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 it's even though it's gonna go that fast, it's not gonna create the boom. It's gonna be more of a pop, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> boom pop. <laughs> yeah. All right. Some weird or uh, interesting i guess sound facts whale sounds can travel 479 miles mm. underwater so they can talk to each other from very <laughs> so oh, here's a question
0: does sound travel further in water than in air further in water
1: because the air mo- because the molecules are closer together better in solids even um, and then it also changes by temperature like i mentioned so it travels farther and better in warm air than it does in cold air
0: so warm water versus cold water too probably but is not cold water closer like the molecules are closer
1: together water is the only thing that expands when it freezes yeah so i don't think so i think they go apart but uh, yeah Yeah, um And actually, I'd heard this once. I think I heard it in physics class in high school that, you know, if you have a a long marching band, because, you know, even though it's traveling at 767 miles per hour, that's actually not terribly fast in the realm of physics, I guess. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So if you have a long marching band and you're able to look at their feet, even though they're all going to the same beat of the drum if you're able to look at their feet down the line, they would all actually be out of sync because by the time the drum beat reaches yeah. like the back, it's slightly later yeah. right, than the ones in the front. So as they're passing you, it looks like everyone's in sync. But if you were able to look down the line at everyone's feet, they would actually be out of sync. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. The quietest place on earth... Is called an, an anechoic chamber, so that's a chamber that's been built to have no echo. Anechoic means no echo. Currently, well, the Guinness Book of World Records one is in is the, in the Orfield Laboratories in Minnesota, and it's it's uh, the background noise in there can be measured at negative decibels, like negative nine decibels, which what it's, it's, like, basically void it's like, of sound it's, it's the void of sound. <laughs> and they do experiments sometimes and the longest anyone's ever actually been able to sit in there with no without doing anything is 45 minutes oh my god without going insane (laughs) without going insane but they'd use it for like for recording music and stuff because you get that you don't get any reverberation so you're getting just the crisp crisp clear music and they're really interesting um maybe we'll add a picture i didn't get one here but they're really interesting because If you think of like recording studios that have all the foam and everything on the walls so it has all that it has it on the ceiling it actually has a sort of like a false floor where that's created out of a grid and then underneath the floor is more of that so Mm that nothing's reverberating off the floor either it's going down below and being soaked up underneath so they're really interesting is the floor like cork or something the floor is lava (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there is a flip. it's like a metal mesh from what I could weird tell and I'm it's not quite sure yeah that's what I thought but there's something I don't know what they do to it we'll have to look up it's construction probably, yeah but um, and they also have tears sitting on something so I'm not 100% sure how they make that work but they're just they're very interesting looking because there is a false floor to it so it's Like, they're floating. (laughs) weird. (laughs) It's interesting. But the world's most reverberant space is an old fuel storage depot in Scotland. Um, That's like a series of concrete caves Uh that they had stored fuel in uh, during the war. They recently did, semi-recently, brought in a, a pistol and shot it with a blank. And they measured, because they had, you know, equipment and stuff, they measured the reverberation for... 112 seconds The previous Guinness Book of World Records Record was 15 seconds What? In a mausoleum This was 112 seconds Due to like the way it was recorded And how some frequencies weren't coming back What was the Guinness... noise they make? Like
0: what noise did they make? Is it just like someone talking? or like it's A gunshot gun Oh, sorry, I must have tuned out <laughs> <laughs> That's quite right um, I was thinking about tunnels <laughs>
1: About what? (laughs) Tunnels? (laughs) Tunnels. So the previous record was 15 seconds. The equipment recorded 112 seconds of reverberation from the gunshot. Because not all frequencies made the echo, Guinness uh, only uh, acknowledged 75 seconds, but still 15 to 75 seconds is a lot. A big difference. But let's see. So we're going to play the reverberation and it may not at some point you're not going to be able to hear it even though it's actually it's happening your ears aren't going to be able to hear it Um, but you'll be able to even the parts that you do hear you'll notice how how long it is and if you think about if you were in a space like this how incredibly disturbing I know and how annoying it would be to talk in there should I push this down
3: so now I'm going to shut up for a bit Preston here is gonna fire a starting pistol, a very, very loud bang. On the screen is a visual display of that sound. Different frequencies will reverberate for different amounts of time, so you will see that and hear that. And as it gets quieter, we will turn up the level on the microphone so it's easier for you to hear. Right, everyone ready?
0: Still going, but we can't hear it. Yeah, yeah. I just
1: find still that going. fascinating. Yeah, our ears just can't pick it up anymore, but it was still reverberating. It's pretty impressive. Anyway, so hopefully we got that in there. And then I think the most interesting thing about sound. So sound obviously can be destruct. Oh, you know, completely random. I don't know if you remember. Probably not because you don't read the news. But maybe three years ago, in cuba yes
0: the havana sound yeah the havana
1: sound but it wasn't it was just the people in the u.s embassy yeah the people were getting sick and they thought it was apparently it's still not solved no it's 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 not sound but they thought at some point that maybe they had a sound weapon that they were right aiming at the embassy and because people were just getting randomly sick <clears throat> but to the extreme to extreme me- measures and stuff. Yeah, but, um, I, I watched a video on that and
0: um, they it was like the History Channel and they had a, a the sound expert come on and he would like analyze the these unidentified sounds or whatever, because mm-hmm. someone had recorded a sound that they thought it was. It was like a very high pitch, high frequency sound. Mm-hmm. And he determined that it was like a local cricket Mm, mm-hmm. um that is from that area but they still so that so it wasn't the sound necessarily that was making them sick it's something else so it could have been something some different kind of wavelength of yeah. energy that was um and it's still
1: going on people it's still happening to people like in russia and stuff too it's still happening <clears throat> but but they so they had something on npr semi-recently and it was basically like i want to say it said it's solved but it really wasn't solved and i think it boiled down to sick building syndrome where it was just people were getting sick from you know just being in a building for too long or being or i mean it was just like it was it's an evil entity that is attaching itself to these people (laughs) oh okay (laughs) you heard it here first people <laughs> i've solved it <laughs> okay so sound can obviously create con- destruction so you had actually not too long ago a bridge in asia somewhere that started to fail just from people walking up groups of people walking over it um, everything Every natural thing has a not natural thing. Everything has a natural frequency. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily know what that's gonna be when you build it, but it has a natural frequency. It might have multiple ones that, you know, could cause some cause it to vibrate. Right. And so there have been like footbridges that have started to fail just from the the um, vibrations of people walking over it or groups of walking walking over it or like um, soldiers marching mm-hmm. over it and the whole bridge just collapses because it's their march ten happens to be the same natural frequency of that of that thing of that bridge, oh. which causes the entire thing to vibrate and and kind of um, multiply that vibration, huh. and then it can't take it. It can't take the stress in it collapses so what kind of materials
0: are these made out of is it like not like wooden ones huh like more are they like steel and concrete usually and glass steel and or
1: concrete another one in asia was starting to i think of asia starting to fail and they saw it happening and they went back and just and reinforced it in different ways there's different ways you can um you can solve it but the most famous one um is the tacoma bridge in 1940 this is good. We'll have to um, either send a leak or see if we can splice this in, but the the um, the sound is too good on this one. So this is a I can put This uh, is a video somewhere. from a news video from 1940 when it happened. So the bridge itself was built over a river started in 1938, was finished. It was open for maybe 6 months before the wind coming down the river happened to resonate at the right frequency and causes the bridge to oscillate to the extent that you're like that can't be possible like that it's concrete and steel it's a a suspension bridge right so it doesn't have the post underneath Mm -hmm. it's being held up from above but it's to the point where it doesn't look like it would even be possible but it oscillates waves up and down and back and forth until it collapses so let's oh my gosh let's watch this
0: Tacoma Bridge, Washington, opened only a few months ago, was built at a cost of over six million dollars. But misfortune overtakes the great structure. These are some of the most amazing pictures ever recorded by a newsreel. The actual collapse of the world's third largest suspension bridge. Only a 35 mile an hour wind is blowing, but this apparently sets up a rhythmic swinging of the bridge, which increases with each swing. Finally, the swinging road and the suspension cables give way and plunge into the water below fortunately the only casualties were a car stalled on the bridge and a dog oh my gosh it's incredible that's crazy all from residence. 35 miles an hour wind that's it Yep, yeah,
3: that's it uh we will definitely thing- be putting a link to this yeah. a
0: video in the show notes because it's crazy it what's weird is like it's okay so it's pavement on a bridge and it's undulating so much moving so much but you don't it's not cracking it's it anywhere it not look like it's cracking until it just fails just rolling it's and is, the, the people in it they're just like casually walking away from it so
1: weird i think it had been i think it had been doing that for so long that they all came to see it and then they're like okay right, that's enough and actually so this video says the dog was a casualty and another hmm. video that guy that you saw in yeah. this video actually went back out to the car to get the dog I don't know if the dog made it back in time before the, well, but also, so I don't know if the dog was actually a casualty. That's what (laughs) I was wondering.
0: I was like, it's like the only casualty is a car and a dog. And I'm like, well, I mean, where is that owner? He obviously had to get out of the car and you're just going to leave your dog in there. That's so
1: weird. He went back for the, I don't know if that guy owned the car, but he did go back for the dog. The other video uh, you do see the dog running. You kind of see the dog running. It's such poor quality. Well, that it's, it's
0: 1940.
1: Yeah, that you kind of see some legs. So I don't know if the dog made it all the way back before it collapsed. It looked like it. did. So there, there may or may not
0: have been a dog casualty.
1: <laughs> it looks a lot like the
0: San Francisco bridge.
1: Same concept. Yeah, it's you know, just yeah, yeah. bridge and, and everything but um, smaller. But yeah, so that was the most famous resonance destruction that's
0: weird
1: so the wind was making a
0: sound at the same resonance of the natural frequency of the bridge and or the blowing
1: the, the yeah how the wind was blowing was creating the vibration at the same frequency as the the collective bridge which i think is very interesting right because it, yeah. it's not just necessarily one, one material yeah. but collectively this is how the bridge was resonating and because they they basically just feed each other is what ends up happening. So it's just magnifying the effect of it and ends up oscillating. And then you, you heard, he said it gets larger until yeah. it just fails.
0: That's so crazy. I wonder if, do they have
1: now scientists working on mm-hmm. engineering projects now of, that it's, it's part of, um yeah, it's part of engineering, definitely for bridges, very constantly, Uh high rises, yeah, a lot of times. So actually a similar thing can happen in an earthquake. There were some, sometimes buildings collapse because of the resonance and not necessarily the true shaking yeah. of, the, of the ground, but that shaking will resonate with yeah. the building at the right frequency and cause the building to collapse faster and more drastically. It's like, how um, do you
0: measure the collective resonance of I, an entire building?
1: That I have no no idea, but that is something. So like the, the tallest they do what's called dampers in high-rises and the um tallest building or maybe it not might not be the tallest anymore the one in taipei um it basically has a pendulum in the top part so the pointy part of at the top has a pendulum which allows if an earthquake is to happen or even the wind because it's so tall and the wind up at the mm-hmm. top is very very strong the building is all high-rises are built to sway they're meant yeah, to sway because so you want weird. it to to be able to bend a little right. bit so it doesn't fall apart this pendulum at the top is basically a couple of ton ball on mm-hmm. a cable and as it sways one way the pendulum will help bring it back the other way yeah and it helps dissipate that energy that's created by oh. it by bringing it into the ball rather than right. into the building huh. um and so it helps keep it up in case of a earthquake or even high winds crazy so um there's different ways to do it in buildings but um but it's usually a very heavy weight at the top that helps kind of stabilize the whole thing it's it's very interesting but yeah that's um i think that's what i got that's it you done
0: all right that was a that was a good bit and we're totally switching places all around together because mine's not going to be that long
1: (gasps) nice (laughs) We are switching places it's freaky friday <laughs> it's freaky
0: sunday so evps electronic voice phenomenon uh, basically is when you catch sounds on either tape recording or uh, something that makes noise that you can't explain Okay. Okay. So it is the belief that spirits can manipulate sound frequencies, like electromagnetic, you know, frequencies Mm -hmm. to form words or to get energy to do things. You know, they, you know, they like to suck energy out of things. So EVPs first started, well, depends on, on it's like you read things and it's like, Oh, it first started in 1969 when this guy did this. And then, but it, really the first person to create a quote unquote spirit box that he called a spirit radio was Tesla. Mm -hmm. There is some argument that Edison was the first one to do it. But here's the thing is that Tesla was a very uh, specific person. And he liked to like, do all the math of everything draw diagrams, he liked to plan everything out before he even tried anything. And he would like once he figured out, okay, this is gonna work, he would go and patent his Mm -hmm. inventions. Edison was the very opposite where he just fiddled and fiddled and failed and failed and fiddled and failed until he got to the result. So his like, Edison's ghost radio or whatever he called it, technically was came out first, but it ended up using the same design, I guess, mm-hmm. as Tesla's thing that he had already patented like years before and oh, Edison just okay. didn't even know it mm-hmm. because he hadn't built his. But anyway, so Tesla's radio, his ghost radio is like basically a crystal radio where it doesn't require uh, power to work. Okay. And it has these coils and I um,
1: crystal. Yeah it's called that or is there a crystal in it that does? it's not like a electromagnetic oh, not a I mean a, a magnetic um what is it called a coil yeah thing with, that, with the magnet that goes back and forth in it um so his I is think there, I had that
0: um but you can actually use a crystal like I saw one that this guy built that actually uses a crystal in oh it. yeah um, and I'm so, well, here's, okay, here's one thing. I will put a link in the show notes because there is, you can buy a kit and there's explicit, explicit instructions. So ex, this
1: shit is so explicit
0: <laughs> 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 on how to make a, a Tesla ghost radio. Oh yes, please. Um, and so his, his was weird. So his basically picks up electromagnetic magnetic frequencies from, anything. Mm-hmm. So you can make this radio and you can like shine a laser light on it and creates a sound. Okay, so he would hear like he would set it up and he would be able to hear storms that were hundreds of miles away because mm-hmm. he could hear the the resonance from the lightning mm-hmm. booms and stuff like that. But he claimed that he would hear voices like conversations of voices. He said in, in a language he didn't understand, but he was convinced that it was spirit voices. Um, and that's as far as that went. Um, I <laughs> <laughs> said, so, okay, I'm going to apologize right now because my thought process and my organization for this is so all over the place. And it's just going to be like, oh, and then
1: this happened. <laughs> um, Sir Arthur Corn- Conan Doyle yes, was super into that too. Yes. And I think he and Tesla, yeah, had, I want to say they were. They knew each other, right? And they Mm -hmm. did things together Mm -hmm. like this. Yeah. They did the spiritual seances. Seances, Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, It was, it was big using these kinds of things in the late 1800s, early 1900s when spiritualism was really popular Mm -hmm. and they would use them in seances. So then this guy in 1969 from, I don't know where technically he was from. Oh, he's a (laughs) Latvian. It's possible. (laughs) Uh, He was from Latvia. He was this doctor named Constantine Rodiv. And he showed up in Gerard's Cross, which is in England, um, which is apparently, I think, where they would hold a lot of seances and was supposedly very haunted. But he showed up with tape recordings um, claiming that he's taped conversations with Hitler, Stalin, Mussolini, and multiple, multiple other people. with The total of like seventy-two thousand recordings. <laughs> Did he only decided to do terrible people. Like I yeah, right? <laughs> he's like, he's an evil scientist. He's the evil doctor scientist. So, so, <laughs> so he if wants I'm to... <laughs> gonna
1: go back in time and and talk to a ghost, who is it gonna be? I know Hitler. Yes,
0: Let's I'd love to pick his brain.
1: Dictators. <laughs>
0: It's so weird, yeah. Um, so he had like seventy two thousand recordings, and then he seventy two thousand. That's what they say. And he basically would just set up a a tape like a tape recorder and let it like run all night, and then he would listen back to it and mm-hmm. hear voices or whatever. So he brought it to these um people at Gerard's Cross, and they did the same thing there. And um, I forgot what his name. The the wife of the man who owned Gerard's Cross. Claimed that the voices that they heard recorded in their home um, were he, she, I forgot who it was that they said it was like an author or somebody and she, who someone she knew. And she claimed that that was his voice that was recorded. Mm-hmm. Moving on. And then in 2002, this man named Frank Sum- Sumption created what is known as like the modern day uh, ghost box or spirit box. And they call it, a lot of people will call it Frank's box. And basically what it does is that it scans radio frequencies at a really high rate. Like most of the time, like your standard Frank's box will scan it at least seven different radio frequencies every 0.3 seconds. So all it does okay. is that it creates this like white noise. So it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> And then the spirits can use that to form words. And a lot of these boxes will also record anything. Like once you start playing it, it also records it. So you can go back and and analyze it. And a lot of people have a lot of success with this thing. Success is relative. Yes, success is relative. And a lot of people claim that it's pareidolia, which we've spoken about before with the, um, the Belmez faces where you Mm-hmm. think that you see something so it can also be applied to sound as well as yeah. well paradolia sound where you're looking like, for
1: something therefore yeah. you're going to hear it yeah.
0: yeah so um a lot of people claim it's that a lot of people are like oh well it, you're scanning through radio frequencies so it's probably just a broadcast that you picked up but right. if you're moving through frequencies of 7 per 0.3 seconds you're not going to pick up entire words
1: right
0: a little bit after so i don't know when exactly they started doing this but they created something called the Estes method, which is really popular now where it uses the box that goes through the frequency, the radio frequencies, and they'll have two people. So one person will put on a blindfold and they'll put on noise canceling headphones that the radio frequencies that the white noise is going through. Mm -hmm. And then the other person will talk to the spirit or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the person that has the headphones on just says whatever words they hear. And it's so really cool interesting. because yeah, because it's it's they have conversations, like mm-hmm. they'll answer the questions that are being asked. Sometimes it's random, sometimes whatever. But you'll see I have examples of all of these. Okay. Uh, so we are going to play a little game <laughs> called guess that EVP. <laughs> <laughs> So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play an EVP and Drew has to tell me what she thinks that it says or what she thinks that they think that it says. What, what <laughs> I'll I give think, you. They think. Okay. Right. So like they, they claim that it's saying certain things. Yeah. I will say some of them are like, okay, whatever. Some of them are really freaking creepy. Okay. Um. So this first one is from the Linda Vista Hospital um, in Los Angeles, California. And it was... One of those, you know, hospitals was great when it opened and it provided things for the community and, and then, you know, as time went on it declined and then uh, became overpopulated and whatever. And then it really shut down. I want to say in the early 1990s. So I want you to, we're going to play it. And then Drew's going to tell me what she thinks it says, and we'll probably end up playing it again.
4: How are you associated with the hospital?
0: Did you hear it? I heard whispers. I heard whispers. You heard a whisper. Okay, so the whisper is what it is. You have to listen real close. And guys at home, this is best listened to on headphones. I have no idea. So it they claim that it says, the whisper says, we're not dead. Oh. And that she says, how are you? What What did she say? How, how are, you are you associated with, with the hospital? hospital? And the, the whisper goes, we're not dead so now that you know what they <laughs> think that it says let's listen to it again
4: how are you associated with the hospital uh,
0: yeah
1: yeah so that's one of those where it's like okay yeah, yeah now that you've said but yeah now right. that you've told me what, correct what you want it to say that's what i'm hearing okay
0: Number two, this, uh, is at cafe sports house in the greater Manchester area in England. And it's a pub. And this was recorded in
1: 2011. Did you hear that? Did he ask your question in the
0: beginning no that's just like people people in the bar like talking blah 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 blah, and then you hear something come real close and whisper i don't know something here it says i'm not done here oh my gosh we're
1: gonna listen again that's just the drunk guy at the end of the bar yeah
0: i'm not done
1: here (laughs) (laughs) i need another drink bartender's like you're (laughs) over served
4: (laughs) i'm not done here
1: Oh my god,
0: that is really creepy, That's huh? creepy. Now that now that you know that what it says,
1: I mean, it's creepy hear it. either way. But I know <laughs> it was creepy
0: either way. Okay, this is number three. Is the Athens Lunatic Asylum in Ohio? And this one you don't have to guess what it says, but it's just really creepy because it was uh recorded in like a former padded cell oh, for you know insane people and you just hear this guy scream and they have no idea what they're just talking over it like they don't hear it at all
3: okay some of used to have pads and stuff in
0: there you heard? did you hear the scream mm-hmm. oh <laughs> Okay, let's see. Number four is, this is the Village Salon, and it's in Grand Cane, Louisiana. Village Salon? Yeah, so it's just, it's like a hair salon. Okay. It's called the Village Salon. Um, but sh- sh- they have things happen in the mm-hmm. building all the time. And so uh, I guess they had some people coming in to investigate it. This one's pretty clear.
4: It's all amazing. I'm not oh crazy.
1: At first it sounded like I'm hungry, but then it ended in an S. Okay, so it says, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like I'm hungry. I'm oh. hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry. since <laughs> me. Let's
0: <laughs> do it again. I'm not crazy. You hear it
4: now? Yeah,
1: I guess.
0: I guess. Mm. <sighs> You're so unimpressed by these.
1: No, they're... Oh no! I find the whole thing very interesting. I'm concentrating on trying to figure out. I'm losing. I don't like that. I'm losing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you have not on one yet.
0: Um. So this one, oh, this one, you don't really have to guess because it's one of those where it's like there's obviously something there, but you can't. They say what they what is said, but you can't really tell. Um. Mm-hmm. But I'll just play it. So you can yeah. tell it's like a little girl. Or it's not sound- Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds like a little girl. <laughs> cat on the ship. Um, and it, they say that she says, um, get out mm, and then mm-hmm. help us. But to me, mm. the first one sounds like, hello. Mm-hmm. And then I can kind of see the help us. And it's kind of like while he's talking as well. Yeah. You want to listen to it again? I know you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: How I, that one, I feel like that one's definitely a you're only hearing it because that's what we told you to hear. Yeah. I mean, it's like, because
0: yes, it I hear a, could sound. Be a cat. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Sure. And an I echoey. Wow. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you know how they talk. <laughs> My <laughs> cat talks like that Two squirrels. <laughs> Okay, so this
0: one is pretty creepy. It is from 2007. The Will County Ghost Hunters Society investigated a home in Sandwich, in Illinois. And this clip was recorded in the garage where their son had committed suicide a few years prior. And uh, yeah, this is it. My aunt's i was saying it kid's done.
4: I'm just saying if I was
3: going to do that, i would probably cut through the Right. Plus, you know, It's easier
0: for somebody to find too. One. <laughs> That one is creepy, That's right? It's creepy.
2: Do you, it
1: doesn't help that the train whistle was I right know. After. Did you hear what he said? Yeah, get Get the fuck away or something like that. Oh, no, I don't remember. Yeah, that. I did yeah. hear but it. It yeah. was like a
0: go away is what yeah. it sounds like. So I'll put it back to like right there. Let's listen to it again.
3: Plus, you know. fuck away! It's easier for somebody to find me, too.
0: So that one is really creepy. And the creepiest part about it is that when they showed this to the family, the mom said that is 100% my son's voice. And the dad like had to walk out of the room crying. Oh my God. And then they played it for like a bunch of his friends. Uh, Everyone verified that that Mm -hmm. was him uh, screaming. I was like, oh, that one gives me the chills. I have goosebumps right now. Yep. So this next one (laughs) (laughs) is from Ghost Hunters and they were in the Mount Washington Hotel in New Hampshire and one of the spirits believed to haunt the hotel is Caroline Stickney, a.k.a. Princess who was the wife of the man who built the hotel and her room was 314 and it's also known as the Princess Room and both times you'll hear I think they ask a question and then she answers
3: Princess, are you in here? No. No. Princess, can you at least
2: let us know you're in here?
3: Who can we Where
1: are you me?
2: say something?
1: She's definitely responding, but it, it sounded like a hey and then a... So the first
0: one, it says, are you in here? And she says, hello, is there someone there? And then the second one is, um, they say, if you could, you know, if you're in here, let us know. And she said, of, of course, I'm here. Where are you?
3: Princess, are you in here? No. Yeah.
2: Princess, can you at least let us know you're in here? <clears throat>
3: can you? You? you
0: say something Ooh, yeah the second one is more clear of course i'm in here where
1: are you that's even that feels even freakier. that she can hear them but can't see them yeah yeah like what
0: so that to me is like sometimes you know how they have the theory that Ghosts aren't necessarily spirits, but it's just people on different planes of dimensions. Yeah. And that it's just like the a crossover. Yeah. And so it's like you could be appearing as a ghost to someone else and that's why you hear a lot of times like, "Get out!" because they're freaked out. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this kind of sounds more like that to me right. where she's like, "Yeah, she's I'm here. Where are you?" Her, like, where are in her
1: own time. <laughs> yeah. And- Listening to random voices. I know.
0: And it's funny because you think about her like, okay, like in the, she, uh, in the 1930s or whatever, and she's in her room and she's like, this voice is coming from nowhere to Mm -hmm. her. And she's like, hello, is someone there? (laughs) (laughs) Of course I'm here. Where are you? Like thinking that it's someone hiding somewhere. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Okay. And then these last two are uh it's also two and one and it's from the ghost adventures uh team they went to this haunt the haunted goldfield hotel in nevada and uh on their episode something threw a brick at them and then oh my god they freaked out <laughs> and ran out there it was hilarious but and it sounded like the same day i mean, i don't know if it was the same day or not but the, these come from a local news station who then, after this happened, sent in a team to investigate. And um, they caught these two things. And it answers the woman's questions. Could you always tell me in the recorder if you did it? They please do So if you know of anybody that did it, can
4: you let us know? Or can you move just a little piece of plaster? You just heard anything.
1: So the first she's, one, she's asking who did it, Liza, and who threw the brick. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, they're talking about the brick, and the first one, the response goes, "Thank you, but we've done it." And then the next, um, <laughs> the next response was, "Didn't mean to hurt anybody." So you can listen again.
3: Could you always tell me in the recorder
4: if you did it? you. Yeah. So if you know of anybody that did it, can you let us know, or can you move just a little piece of plaster? <laughs> you didn't mean to hurt anybody.
1: Yeah, yeah, I heard the didn't mean to hurt anyone, but I don't know about that first one. Thank you, but we've done it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's the end of your game. You failed miserably. Yeah, yeah, Man, you need to. Maybe hone because up on your those weren't piece. the
1: actual words being said. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Maybe I actually won.
0: So now I'm going to ch- I'm going to let you listen to. A- so this is what I was talking about earlier, the Estes method where they put mm, on the yeah. headphones and the blindfolds. Yeah, um, this is from a show called Kindred Spirits, which is fun. um It's a woman named Amy Bruni and, and a guy named Adam Barry. And then a lot of times they have this um, they go and investigate places. And a lot of times they have this man named Chip Coffee who's a, a psychic medium that will come in and verify things that they've picked up on and, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. But this is uh, a clip from a home in Raynham, Massachusetts, and they go up in the attic because the family is having problems with, with the spirits in the house. And so they go up in the attic. I'm just going to set it up real quick. And they, uh, Amy is sitting in a chair in the attic and they've set up like all kinds of devices where the if anything moves over the device, it, it lights mm-hmm. up. And then they also have like the light grid on her. So you'd be able to see anything moving through it, you know? Okay. So you'll, you'll just hear because they reference things like lighting up or whatever. Mm-hmm.
4: If there's anyone in here, please use that device to talk to my friend, Amy.
0: That's crazy.
4: Yeah. We have a lot of equipment here to try to contact you. We need to know who you are. So this might be crazy but we have to do crazy to get your attention. Any of these boxes can be touched. Any of the lights can be touched. Just like that, good. It's not me. Oh, that's not you? How many of you are on the other side?
2: It's Michael. He's so bad. I liked him better before.
4: (laughs) So I'm assuming you knew each other when you both were living. That went off all around her. Okay, so I'm gonna take that as a yes. Did you both live He did it. Oh, he made it go off. He made the lights go off. Okay. Can you tell me what your name is so that I can at least address you properly?
2: Elizabeth.
4: Elizabeth, is that who's been talking to us? Elizabeth? I'm going. No, 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 don't go. Don't go, don't go, don't go. So Michael it and- It El- gets me. Yeah, Michael and Elizabeth, and Michael's. it seems to be like he's causing issues for family. you. Family. Yeah, family Family. Issues. The word family is coming into mind. Take a really close, close look at family living and dead. Yeah, family issues for you, right? On the other side, makes no wow. sense. Wow. It's going off again. Does your, does sometimes your arguments on the other side blend into this living family, Melissa and Abby and her family? Does it bleed into their space and they see you sometimes and hear you sometimes?
2: You got us. (laughs) Don't forget us.
4: Trust me, I'm not going to forget you.
1: That was incredibly clear to the point of Wait,
0: wait. wait. Oh, no, that's her talking. So she is she's basically through, she's Sarah. listening to, through Amy. Oh, that's right. She's listening to the radio, the white noise machine, basically, right, the right, one right. that scans through radio frequencies. And so she is only, she's just blindfolded. She can't hear anything that Adam is saying. She's literally just saying the words that she
1: hears through this right. machine. And so. It's weird. It's weird to listen to that and not be able to see it and remember that that's what's happening. I was like, why is her voice so clear? <laughs> right. And Got then
0: it. that little bit where they kind of cut out and talked about family, that was Chip Coffee, the psychic medium, who apparently had gone in earlier in the show and was like, I'm seeing the word family a lot like mm-hmm. this coming up. So yeah, it's really interesting. They interesting. do that method a lot. And it's, a, I mean, almost 100% of the time is like just spot on, like with the the yeah. responses. The last thing that I wanted to share with you was this, I don't know what to call it. Interview, show, Mm -hmm. whatever. This guy on a station called Life to Afterlife Spirituality Series, he has a spirit box that he's manipulated. So people can, you can make these spirit boxes. There's, and people manipulate Mm -hmm. them in ways. So it's like you're not hearing all the white noise. But the responses on these ones, uh, and I don't, and I was trying to look to see if there was a different word or a different yeah, like a different word for these kind versus the other kind of spirit boxes. But I couldn't. But it sounds more like the Tesla responses where it's very, very echoey and very blah, 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 Mm -hmm. you know? But some of the responses are very clear, like especially if it's like short answers. But if they're trying to like talk like this, like it just comes through as like garble. But they, in a lot of times they know they're like, okay, it's this word, but then they'll put like blanks where they're like, I don't know what it was saying. So this man goes in with people, i only watched two videos, but both of them were parents tra- talking to their sons who had passed. And so this one is a, a father talking to his son that, that passed away from a canoeing accident. It's just interesting. Oh, Oh, I was going to say that this isn't all their continuous conversation. I just pulled out some bits that I liked. So it's not like the full thing. But okay. obviously, I will be putting a link to the full video in the show notes.
3: Chris, are you here? Yeah. Hi, Chris. <laughs> it's your dad.
4: <laughs> well, thanks for coming today, Chris.
3: Yeah. Wow. That's some That's some amazing <laughs> stuff. He said, yep. Yeah. yeah. Who are you closest to on the other side, Chris? Who are you closest to now on the other side? Sir. Who is him on the other side, Chris? not The servant. Okay, so obviously, sounds like
1: backwards.
0: Yeah, it does. It totally sounds like it's a record going backwards. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, are you here, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, the first two responses. And then when he said, Who are you closest to on the other side? They said, uh, serve something garble with him. And then he says himself, the God, the and then they ask who is him? And he said, God, and he says, be serving. Do you want me to tell What is you, this a
1: show for, what show is this?
0: It's, it's not, a sh- it's just some some guy that's on YouTube that does this with people. I think he might have like a, I don't know, if it's like a spiritualist Yeah, something. Do you want me to tell you what you're about to hear? Is that, no. would that make it easier? No. Okay.
3: The sadness opens the door for me to connect with him.
4: So you're saying it's okay for, for your dad to be sad? Yes. Let it out. Is that what you're saying? Let the sadness be there. Is that what you're saying? You're shining on
0: me. So he said, it's okay for your dad to be sad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let the sadness be there. Is that what you're saying? He says, you shine on me.
3: Chris, your brother and sister both have struggled with, mightily with your crossing. Are you doing anything to try to involve yourself in their lives to help them? Yes, I
4: mean, he it.
3: William and Caroline are struggling with your crossing and always have. Are you doing anything to help them cope with their loss?
4: Bless them.
0: So the first time he asked the question about it, his brother and sister, he says, yes, I'm healing them. And then the second time he asked it, he said, bless them.
1: <laughs> this very much sounds like a they're hearing what they want to hear.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, some of it is like, obviously the yeah and the yes. Yeah, sure. Are, are the most clear things. Besides that, it's like, uh, I know, that's why I don't like this. Uh, I don't like this kind of spirit box. It's not my favorite.
3: You, you seem to take a hand in guiding my life. That's you, right? Yes, yeah, sticky rope. Sticky
0: rope. <laughs> that's close. Yeah, He's, sticky yeah, rope. Yeah, <laughs> sticky
3: world. I published two books, Chris, about our journey. How do you feel about them? In it. Did you understand what that said? I'm in it? Yep. Mm-hmm. He's in it. <laughs> hey, Chris, have you been in the presence of God? Is he the source? The <laughs> Did you just say he's the shit? The same. <laughs> he's the shit. He's the shit. That's good. I get it. <laughs>
1: God's the shit.
3: God's the shit.
0: God's the shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. So those ones, I really don't understand. And there's tons of people that use these. And I'm like, well, maybe I'm missing something. Like, maybe something sounds different when you're in the presence of
1: it. Because to me, it just sounds like a gobbledygook. Like yeah, that fact that he's repeating the words right after it's happening, I'm like, how is he... Like the host guy.
0: Yeah. Well, cause he's used it so many times he's, yeah. he's used to it, I guess.
1: And it okay. So, but, I, it, but it's also, but even then it's still a, uh, he's expecting a certain answer. You know what I mean? Like, he's hearing what he's expecting. He's expecting to hear an answer to his question and therefore he's creating an answer. Right. Well,
0: there are other times where he asks questions and answers and he's like, I don't know what he said, (laughs) you know? So it's not like he's has a ready answer for everything, but it's just, I just don't understand how they're besides the one word answers. And it's like, I wonder if they would just say, okay, listen, you have to reply very slowly <laughs> and very, and pronunciate everything. And then I wonder if it would work better, you know, like just spread out the the words. Cause it's like, when it's one word answers, it's pretty clear. Like the, when he says sad in yeah, and yep and whatever. Yeah. It was interesting. The other, the other video that I watched, it was a woman and talking to her son. And at one point he responds and then you hear a dog bark and they both are like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Because he talks about, he kind of mentions the guy that does it. He kind of mentions like, to me it kind of sounds like a mixture between a spirit box and an ovulus, which an ovulus I've talked about before in the Annabelle episode where it's a device that measures electromagnetic frequencies, but also has like a loaded dictionary of words. And so the idea is that the spirit can uh, manipulate the, fre- their frequency to pick a specific word. Mm-hmm. So to me, cause the guy with this thing, he said, I've preloaded it with in a, with a young male voice. So like, okay. So you can, you can load different, voices i guess in it i mean that just makes it even less
1: realistic I you're know. just loading it up with words and voices well that but you're just so but creating. he said
0: he said voice and he didn't specifically say words so i don't know if he's just manipulated the output to sound like a young male and then if right. it's a female it would sound like a female you know right right but in the instance of the dog he was like i know what's on this machine he's like there's no dog on this machine you know like i don't and it's not my dog here and she was like Oh, my God. She's like, then she asked her son. She's like, is Charlie there with you? And he's like, yeah, right by my side. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was like, that's interesting. There's no
1: dog on this machine.
0: But the same, so this guy, yeah. Like, meaning, like, it's not, he didn't load the voice of a dog on there. Right. So it seems that dogs pass over, too. Sure. Yeah. They're there (laughs) in the spirit world. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that is it you guys can take this however you want to take it right (laughs) i'm not like completely opposed to it but i'm still of the like there were a couple of the evps where i was like oh okay that was very clear Mm -hmm. but i'm still skeptical about it because i need to hear it for myself yeah so that's why that's why i'm like i take all of these with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. because i just i won't believe it till i actually hear it myself right i actually do it and hear it (laughs) very <laughs> nice. and we need it okay guys we need if anyone has like a spirit box or anything they want to donate to us because we don't have money so we can't <laughs> buy it <laughs> um please let me know i would take i need any and all ghost hunting equipment okay guys that is all we have for today
1: hope you enjoyed it thanks for listening bye bye If you have anything cool, creepy, or scientific to share with us, you can email us at lastslamstandingpodcast at gmail.com. Please follow us on Instagram at lastslamstandingpodcast. And a special thank you to Adam Frischertz for our theme song. Thanks for listening.